Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Queen Conversations on the Global Drive Network. We are your hosts, Wendy Elizabeth, Ebby, Lakisa, and Leah Joel. We are so excited that you have joined us tonight for another Thursday conversation. We have some very fun topics uh, to express to you all tonight, so we hope that you all are excited. Um, and feel free to ask any questions as we go uh, through the day. Hope you guys have enjoyed uh, the couple of weeks that we've been without you, we're excited that you joined us tonight, um, and we just hope that you all have a good time. Before we get started, I want to introduce everybody and let them take time to introduce themselves. So we'll go ahead and start with Miss Lakisa. Hello, good evening, everybody. Hope all is well. My name is Lakisa, and I'm representing Charlotte, North Carolina. Hope everybody is well. On this beautiful Thursday night, y'all, November is here, and we're almost in 2017. Get ready, get ready. How y'all doing? Hey, Miss Lakisa. Hey. Hey, good to be with you guys again tonight. tonight, huh? I am, I am. Good, good. Well, Well, Abby, since I hear your beautiful sound, (laughs) we can let you introduce yourself. This is Abby, um, coming to y'all from Dallas, Texas. And uh, it's a warm 85 to 90 degree day here in Dallas, so we're not quite feeling well wow. yet. <laughs> I've been riding with my sunroof open, my windows down. I just turned my AC to 70 because it's burning up in my house. So, yes, we would like some fall weather here in Dallas. It would be lovely. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, Wendy. 
Well, that's a great problem to have. Uh, we are not complaining here right. in Chicago, um, but it's not bad. It's not bad for November in Chicago. It's been great. But hello, everybody. Hi there, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. So we have good. So we have some good topics for tonight. (laughs) Say that again, Leah. I was saying I forgot my own self. I forgot to announce my own self. I'm Leah. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. I am in Wichita. Our weather is warm too. It's in the Mm. 70s. I'm grateful for that. Halloween. Usually Halloween is pretty cold in our area, but it was like in the 80s. I felt bad for those people who had fur costumes. <laughs> Running up. Mm. Now, do y'all get snow out there, Leah? Say that again? Do y'all get snow there? Like, do y'all well, get like get a heavy snow, winter? Ice. Oh, yes. Snow, yep. ice, mm. all kinds. The whole shebang. So I'm enjoying this warm weather now. <laughs> mm Absolutely. Um, But before we continue on with our hot topics, we have so many fun topics to share with you guys tonight. Uh, Our topics tonight are surviving the holidays. We know that Thanksgiving Mm. and Christmas is coming up. Oh, yes. And so we're going to talk about family and the holidays, uh, dropping in without invitation, because some of us do that, when to bring the booth to meet the family. Um, some of you all may be on this call and actually may want to host Thanksgiving, but you don't know how to cook at all. That's not your ministry or your gift. So we're going to talk about all those things today. We're so excited about it. Um, but before we dig too deep, I wanted to um, alert you guys and let you know how to ask questions because this is an interactive show and want you guys to feel free to participate. So if at any time you all have any questions during the show, feel free to give us a call. If you're watching us online, then please dial in the following number, 929-477-2304. And if you have questions, press 1. Again, that number is 929-477-2304. And if you have questions, press 1. If you have joined us by phone, just simply press 1 for questions. Now, you may be one of those shy people and you don't want your voice heard. That's okay, I understand. We have an email set up for you to send your questions. So if mm-hmm. you want to anonymously send your email, we will ask those on your behalf. That email address is queenconversations1, which is the number one, at gmail.com. Again, queenconversations1 at gmail.com. All right, ladies, y'all ready to get into it? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, so we survived um, Halloween. We survived Halloween. That's great. Yes, we did. <laughs> And we got we got a guy down in the house. We got to shout out the Cubs. They won the World Series last night. So go Cubs! Yeah. All of us aren't baseball fans, but still got to represent Illinois. So shout out to the Chicago Cubs who won this. What'd you say? No one didn't go to work. I said no one didn't go to work today in Chicago, huh? Y'all stayed home. And Listen, I bet they there. called in with all kind of issues. <laughs> <laughs> It's been like I'm, I'm excited. When's the last see. time they won? Nineteen oh eight years or something, right? Nineteen oh eight. You notice I'm not saying anything. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one Chicago. We have one Chicago. Wendy, you represent Chicago, and you don't. You don't. No. I've never lived in the city of Chicago, so technically I do not represent. I, I represent the South Suburbs. How about that? 
All South Suburbs have the baseball team. Go for it. We'll go for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. But congratulations again. Um, Ebby, uh, I know you have yeah. some information about domestic violence, so you want yes. to share with the people? Yes, ma'am. Um, so October um, was National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we just wanted to just put some information out there for our listeners, for our audience, um, just to, uh, you know, keep you guys aware and informed about um, what this this major issue in our community and actually worldwide. So I just wanted to talk about um, just first and foremost the definition of uh, domestic violence. So the Attorney General's Office defines it as a pattern of abusive behavior in any relationship that is used by one partner to gain or maintain power and control over another intimate partner. Um, domestic violence can be physical, it could be sexual, emotional, economic, or psychological. Uh, it can include threats of actions, so it's not necessarily physical action. It could be the threat of an action um, to influence another person. So that includes intimidation, manipulation, humiliation, isolation, frightening someone, terrorizing them, coercing them, um, threatening them, blaming them, hurting them, injuring or even wounding someone. So fact is, uh, the World Health Organization um, recently completed a study showing that one out of every three women in the world are victims of either sexual or physical violence at the hands of their intimate partner. So it's four of us on this call. So basically one, <coughs> excuse me, one of us, um, typically just based on statistics, would be considered I'm a victim of sexual or physical violence. So that really hit home. Um, and on top of that, more than three women are murdered by a current boyfriend or husband every day. Um, wow. Not abused, but actually murdered. One in More than three women a day. Uh, I was reading something, and it says that in um, our wars in the Middle East, um, I think there were 6,488 of our soldiers that were killed in the time frame that we were uh, fighting in the Middle East, uh, mm-hmm. in that same time frame, 11,600 women were killed. So more, more women were killed here at the hands of an intimate partner than were killed at war. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, as women try to flee these relationships, men do not have the power um, or plan in place, and um, which if they don't have the right plan in place, a lot of times they often end up being homeless. Um, so the homelessness rates are partly due to these women and their children who are fleeing these abusive relationships. And the sad part about it, the abuser often uses the child to manipulate the victim, and our legal system typically grants sole custody to the accuser 70% of the time due to their having more financial resources to care for the child. So not only are these women being abused by um, by the abuser, but their children are typically um, granted custody to the abuser because the abuser typically has the financial stability. Oftentimes in these relationships, mm-hmm. the abuser prevents the victim from working or causing them to lose their jobs in various ways, like harassing them at work, um, showing up at the job, different things like that that will cause them to lose their job, which then instills mm-hmm. the dependency and continuing the cycle. So... You know, those of us who know someone or have known someone in this situation, we're often frustrated um, because we don't know why they stay. Why don't they leave, you know? 
Um, I've had a friend tell me, you know, if you stay, that means that you must want that behavior. That's some advice he told a friend who confided in him that she was being uh, in an abusive relationship. His words to her were, you must like it because you're staying. And that's not the case. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago um, when Ray Rice was video viewing his fiance at the time, a lot of women started a hashtag, why I stayed, uh, mm-hmm. to explain why they stayed. Um, they were frightened and, and uncertain about their future. Um, they were afraid for their children. Um, they thought that they were they were actually doing what was best for the child by staying in the relationship. They were ashamed, uh, had low confidence and self-esteem. They were already isolated from their family and friends, so they felt they had nobody they can turn to, um, worried about their financial security, um, not having information on services that were available in their area. And so while we are looking at these people and wondering why aren't you leaving, why are you staying? This could be uh, men as well, not just women. But truth be told, victims are 70 times more likely to be killed within two weeks after separating from their abuser than at any other time during the relationship. Wow. So I just want that to sink yeah. in. 70 times more likely to be killed within two weeks of separating from the relationship. Another thing people often say is get a restraining order. Well, restraining orders actually increase the violence. And that's something that people typically don't understand. Um, It's a a tool to control someone who's already controlling, someone who has an issue with power. And when you put that restraining order in their life, it makes them even more agitated. And I'm not speaking out against restraining orders, but what I'm saying is when someone gets that restraining order, you know your loved one is getting that restraining order, be informed and be aware that it can cause further violence for your loved one. So um, how do we know when a friend or a loved one um, is experiencing um, an abusive relationship. Oftentimes, um, they're going to be isolated. Um, their parents may change. They may have um, unexplainable injuries. All of a sudden, or excuses. Um, I have a, a unique example at my job. I made the mistake one day. My keys were stuck in my car, and I was mad about something. I yanked the keys and punched myself in the eye. So my eye was bloody. The the actual. Um, whites of my eye were bloody, and I work with tons of counselors and uh, therapists and psychologists, and they really pulled me to the side. Now, I thought it was funny at the time, but really I appreciated it because several people pulled me to the side, hey, if you need to talk, that's fine. I understand you can come talk to me at any time because they thought that I was hit by my husband. And so that's what you would see. You would see unexplained injuries or injuries out of nowhere, absences from work, you know, different things like that. So when you're seeing these types of behaviors and people that you love, keep that in mind. Don't ignore it. You know, ask about it. Um, inquire. Try and figure out what's going on. Ask questions and get involved. Reassure them that it's not their fault. Be willing to assist in any way you can. So that might be transportation. Right. That might be babysitting. That might be even helping them financially. Because by this point, yeah. The abuser may have already isolated, um, you know, money or kept them away from from earning money. Um, okay. So, you know, these are some of the things that we really need to keep in mind as to how to help. Um, prevention means educating people about these different things, bringing awareness, um, letting people know about the National Domestic Violence Line. And I'm going to give you this line. It's 1-800-799-SAFE. That's S-A-F-E. 
1-800-799-SAFE. It's 24 hours a day. It's confidential. Um, if you don't have the, the letters on your phone, it's 1-800-799-7233. That's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Again, 1-800-799-7233. And just as a final note, I just want to say during our broadcast of Queen Conversations, 600 women will have been physically abused by an intimate partner during our, our radio show. So just keep that wow. in mind. Yeah. As we as we think yeah. about our loved ones and our friends during domestic violence month. Wow. Okay. Thank that you, is Abby. Definitely, That's so important. Thank you, Abby. That was that was awesome. So it's a lot. It is a lot. That is that that's a lot, and you know, I think I'll say this, and I, we're going to go to our next hot topic because I tell you, time is definitely moving fast. <laughs> With us as women knowing, because you know, sometimes things happen at the table. You know, people want to think keep things confidential. You know, just mm-hmm. being that person that to be open to listen, but also telling somebody. You know, I think a lot of women, you know, they think they're going to be prejudged or ashamed. Oh, they we thought they had it all going on and you know what? Everything right. is not peaches and cream. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's shame. But um we just wanna encourage everyone, know that love does not come from the fist. Right. Or from, you know, someone yelling or, you know, demeaning you that um any man would tell you, a real man would tell you that love doesn't come from his fist or any type of abuse that um is a lot of issues that are going on with within him, so that's not love, baby girl. That's not love. For sure, it isn't. But All right, it's definitely, okay. it's definitely not loving. It's definitely not loving. It's totally not an not expression loving. of love. Yep. No. Okay, so we are in election season. Tuesday, you guys. Can I believe it? Tuesday is going to be our voting day, November 8th. So we're encouraging everyone to um, get out and vote. Mm -hmm. The early voting for North Carolina ends this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Instead, we've been having early voting for the last um, few weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely want to encourage everybody to get out and vote. Have you guys voted yet? I have. Yes. I'm so glad. (laughs) How long did you have to wait, Leah? Two seconds. I got in. I, oh. I skipped the lunch crowd, <laughs> and I skipped the the going to work and the coming home from work. I went right at four o'clock. The lines were not long at all. I got in and got out, and it was no problem at all. <laughs> yes. You know what? I'm going to tell y'all this. I was in line. It was so. I felt like it was. It was so quiet. You can just feel so much tension in the line. I only waited for thirty minutes um, last wow. Sunday. But it was like, it was a little, little, little tension um, going on. I don't know why. I just felt it when I walked into the library, not public library. But it, it was good to just go ahead and get it over with because it's it's going to be definitely like every election. It's just busy on Tuesday, so um, yeah. definitely everybody. We encourage you to get out and vote. Yes, and we're all going to shout our troubles over come Wednesday. At this point, I don't <laughs> care who wins. I just want my life back. So we all got our back. Pray to Jesus that He heals this land, and that we be the yes, lucky people He yes. designed us to be. 
<laughs> yeah. So now that high topics are done, I want to announce our numbers one more time. If you are just joining us, welcome to the Queen Conversation Show. We're excited that you've joined us. Yeah. If you have questions and you are um, on the phone, just press 1. If you are watching us online, the number is 929-477-2304, and press 1 if you have a question. Again, that number is 929-477-2304, and press 1 for a question. And again, if you want to email your questions in, that email address is queenconversations1, number 1, at gmail.com. All right, ladies, now we're moving in to the fun stuff. Thanksgiving is coming up. That is absolutely the day of the entire year. So I want to hear from you all, like, what are some of you all's favorite traditions? What are the things that you all like to do uh, around the Thanksgiving holiday? Wendy, I'm going to start with you this time. Eat. (laughs) Yes, eat. (laughs) Yes. Eat. That's my favorite. Well, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is my favorite tradition. I have to watch it every year. I don't care what else is going on. We have to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I'm excited like I'm five years old. I don't even care if no kid could be watching it with me. I have to watch it. Well, we don't actually have any traditions um, anymore in our family. But we have, my father and I have an after, the day after Thanksgiving tradition. That's our annual daddy-daughter day that we've had since I was four. But the the day of, it's it's a slave day. You know, I cook and clean up and that's it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. Coming over. Hmm? What'd you say? I said, you do the cooking? Oh, Wendy can burn. Uh-huh. Come on, Wendy. My, my brother and my father are not that big by happenstance. Burger King did not do that. <laughs> what dish? But what dish do you cook, Wendy? That you're like, I got this. Back up, pause. I got. Um, it. What, well, what actually, it's 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 a couple of different things that I do that I personally I, I've enjoyed. Well, I like cooking anyway. But my dressing, me and my mother are the only two people in the family that can make the dressing. Otherwise, my father's like, unless mommy or you and your mama made it, I'm not eating it because we're the only two that know how to make it. Um, So my dressing, and um, I can bake a little bit too. I I bake well. I just don't enjoy baking like I enjoy cooking. So bread pudding, um, stuff like that, peach cobblers, those types of things I do very well. But I would say the highlight is always um, my macaroni and cheese and my dressing. So those are the, the highlights. Wendy made the macaroni and cheese, right? Okay, yeah. So that's that's everybody. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Leah? Well, what about you, Leah? cooking is not my ministry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's not my best suit. But I, now, don't get me wrong. I can cook, but my husband loves to cook. There's a difference. If it I'm really asked is. to cook, I yeah. would, you know, assist. But I, you know, I don't wake up every morning and say, hey, what can I cook today? Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> but I will say that my macaroni and cheese is famous, like for real, for real famous. Mm-hmm. Um, I have learned how to make uh, these peach rolls. It's like peach cobbler, but they're individual croissant peach rolls, which is the bomb. Uh-huh. Secret mm-hmm. ingredient to that is Mountain Dew. goes a long way. So, hmm. but on Thanksgiving, I, I'm really only asked to do the macaroni and cheese, so I'm I'm good on that. But Thanksgiving, I love being around 
my family. Like, my cousins are like siblings. We sit around, we play poker. Like, we don't gamble, but, we, you know, we have the poker chips. We literally wake up playing poker and go to sleep at 4 in the morning because we're finally done playing poker. Like, that's just what we do as a family, and I, I thoroughly enjoy their time. So I, I look forward to it. Oh, that's fun. Well, you know, it's funny um, you saying playing poker when more so back in the day, like when my family would come down from Connecticut and we all have Thanksgiving and everybody's up until or late at night playing spades. That's, that's our game. And there's a bunch of junk talking going on in the room. Everybody fixing their second and third plate. Um, but definitely being around, listening, I just, you know, the music and the talking and the food and my grandma's tomato macaroni and cheese. You know, we got this, I don't know how she made this up, but it's tomato macaroni and cheese and it's sweet. So we I all love it. I have never in my um, life heard of tomato macaroni and cheese. <laughs> well, if you come up, if you come down to Bennisville, South Carolina, um, you know, uh, we'll make you some. But I definitely, as for me, I talk a lot of junk with people about cooking. But I always tell people, this is my saying: I'm not the best cook, but I'm not the worst cook. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it because I, <laughs> you know, we we definitely got to work on it. But if I had to choose a dish that I think I do well would be um, the dressing, the dressing and my grandmother's tomato macaroni and cheese. In fact, I, yeah, I would probably be her, um, probably the next best thing to her tomato macaroni. It's a, it's just a Southern dish that we do. That's sweet. Yeah. So it's fun, fun times on Thanksgiving. 15 pounds. That's that's what you gain around that time. Five to 15 pounds. (laughs) Well, I bind all pounds coming my way in the name of Jesus. <laughs> hey, hey, but it's fun. So, um, pies, what's, what's y'all's favorite pie, would you say? Patty pie. My, make, um, my mother makes uh, squash pies. We don't, she doesn't do sweet potatoes. She does squash. It tastes just like sweet potatoes, but it's smoother. The texture is smooth. It's really good. Oh, that sounds good. Now, oh, so Leah, I heard you say Patty pie. And squash pie. I was joking. I was joking. But I do support Patty and her pie. It's too sweet. Really? I don't you think so? I think it's just mm-hmm. fine. Oh, no. It is like sugar on top of sugar. <laughs> it may be a little Mm-mm. too much extract. I don't know if it's the lemon or the vanilla. It may be a little too much of that, but I'm here for the sweet. I just, you know, I pray against diabetes too sweet. Uh, yeah, she no. already a diabetic. She got a lot of nerve putting out that. She's <laughs> trying to spread her illness. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, she has a little too much nutmeg. It's, it's, it's too much nutmeg in the sweet potato pie because, let me tell you, I love me some sweet potato pie, but that, that one has a little too much. But I, I, I definitely love that she's marketing herself and doing different things. She even got the pound cake. I don't know, listeners. Y'all go out. Y'all support Patty. Patty cake. Support her and her pies and, and, and her Come on, Patty. Come on, Patty. Come on, Patty. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I got her that I won't buy her pie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Love me some Patty LaBelle, honey. Whatever she do. Come on, pie. It's not her pie. Well, we wish all of you guys a 
birthday holiday. We're going to get into this a little bit further after we come from this commercial, so stay tuned. Again, if you have questions, feel free to email us or call us, and we'll see you back in three minutes. This is my fight song from the night to the shy group on.
Welcome back to Queen Conversations with your host, Ebby, Lakisa, Wendy Elizabeth, and Leah Joel. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about the holidays, the upcoming seasons, and we have a hot topic for you coming up right now. Dropping in with no invitation. Let's talk about it, ladies. So what are you doing about dropping in somebody's house with no invitation? Is it rude? Or do you think it should just be understood? Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm laughing at this. If we're dropping in for Thanksgiving, okay, or a holiday, I guess just the way how I was raised, um, definitely you can. I was just joking when I said wrong answer because it's, it's almost like you look at them like, really? <laughs> what you got in that bag? What you bringing? But, however, <laughs> for where I grew up and how, even how I am just with how, especially how whatever, it's kind of like, you know what, come on in, you know, come on in. Now, when you start making plates, <laughs> you making plates, you're trying to feed, you know, your kids at home or you're trying to, you know, feed yourself for the rest of the week. Me and my family, we giving you the side eye. And, you know, we, we've, we've, and actually we've had that happen in our family. Like, really, you're going to come over and, and do, and put five plates in your car? I see you. No, with that, I'm I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with it, though. What about y'all? I think I agree with you, Lakeitha, because I I come from the same, you know, family system. You know, obviously, if you're family, you don't need to call. That's, you know, how I was raised. But I I used to see people from church, people in the neighborhood just stop on in, wouldn't even knock on the door. They just say, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Have a plate. And, you know, my grandmother such a loving, warm person where, you know, one, she wouldn't turn anybody away. Two, she has that aura and spirit about her that just is so welcoming. So I think if they were to call and ask, can they come over, she may even be offended. Like, you call and ask, you can come over. You know you can come over here and grab Aww. a place. So, um, but, but I do think, you know, there is etiquette, though, especially if it's somebody that you, you know, aren't that cool with. Well, first of all, they may not be just stopping by, but, hey, you never know if, if they don't have food in their home or if they don't have a big family, they just may, you know, want to stop by. So I guess it just depends on your your own family system. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, ooh, that can go either way. What do you think, Abby? I agree. Um, it's just something about just going from family member to family member's house or people who are like family because you've known them all your life and just dropping by and, just hanging out laughing and playing and just having a good time. So around the holidays, to me, that's expected. Now, the only time I, I give somebody the side eye on dropping by is on a, a school night. You know, weekends I'm okay with. But on a school night, I just, you know, it's too much going on. And and I say school night meaning work nights too. Um, but just, you know, holidays, weekends, things like that. Uh, I welcome company. I, I I love being around people and around you know festive mood and just being a celebratory mood. It's just warming to my soul. Love it. Mhm. Yeah. I, I can't wait to I hear Wendy. Uh, I I was leaning back. I said to myself, I must be the only person on the phone with an ignorant family. <laughs> Try it. I dare you. Try it. I dare you. I I dare you because the burns clan, and I, I'm going to call them a clan on purpose, we are from the best side of Chicago, which is the west side of Chicago, even though I've, I'm a south side of, you know, 
majority of my life, our origins are from the West Side. Warm people, loving, very friendly, um, but you, you don't just stop out of the White House. And I said that grammatically uh, incorrect on purpose. You don't stop by nobody's house. With, you just don't do that without an invitation. Try it. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. Now, what they'll do is you are <laughs> in need. Family and friends of anybody. 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 Okay. Mm. Don't, don't stop by my house without an invitation. I'm not one that's real particular on company because every, every aspect of my life is very public. People stop by the shop all the time, and things like that. So my home, I'm not interested in any company. That's just me. But, no, try it. I'll feed you. We will. We'll feed you. We'll bring your plate on the porch. But you ain't coming in. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to work out. Oh, it's not going to work out. Goodness. We'll even put a little foil on top and say, God bless you. Have a wonderful holiday. You were not invited. <laughs> you were not invited. Oh, Y'all cold-blooded. That's why I love That's you, cold. Wendy, because you, you are real. You are real. I'm, I love I'm just saying. Yeah, cool. I, I, I don't really I understand that. Put, uh, <laughs> that is funny. That's why I say it depends on um, it depends on on what you can tolerate and you know on your own dynamic. Now I do think that maybe there needs to be some kind of stipulation at some point of who can drop in. And I know we're going to touch on the booze later, but like if it's an ex of somebody and you know that ex person is in that house and they're dropping by to create some drama, we may need to put some stipulations on just dropping in without notice because, you know, an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend can see the car mm-hmm. outside and just, you know, let me get on the second hand and see what's going on. So that may not turn out <laughs> well. Even, even with the notice, though, sometimes people need to just learn how to just say no. If you're an ex and you know the person has a new boo, you stay at home. Find you a, yeah. a, a frozen dinner and sit in front of the TV and call yeah, somebody. So you don't go over to people's house. <laughs> you don't no, do that. You yeah, that's trouble. I concur. That's too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. That, that's, okay. not, well, that's we can much. say that three out of the four say dropping in is not a problem. But when so we you Winnie's viewpoint, you better knock on her door. Knock on her door. For the holiday. Okay, so Winnie, this is for you. <laughs> This is for you, Wendy. I think I already know the answer. So the next question is, would you answer the door if someone comes over for Thanksgiving and doesn't call you first? Wendy, I'm throwing that to you. Any day. Any day. I mean, not just Thanksgiving. I don't don't like it on any day. I'm not a fan of do dropping in on any day. Um, and I think that's pretty much a well. You know, my father is a little better with it sometimes. You know, but he he's kind of up in the air sometimes. I wouldn't I wouldn't pull that with him either. But if anybody's gonna let you get it, he he probably would be the one to do it. Um, but to answer your question, mm-mm. no, just don't do it. <laughs> it's it's not it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna look good. It's not gonna get a render a desired result. It's just not gonna work out. And you know I'm all for successful Listen, results. That's not that's not going to be one. Y'all better put some mm. respect on Wendy's name and her house. Put, um, <laughs> they don't not, you know, people playing. know who to try. People know who to try. They know who to try and who not to try. I've I've actually never had that to happen because people just know who to try. And I'm not. I'm nice as can be. I really am. I help anybody I can. But let me offer to help you. You know, let me extend myself to you. When I feel like I'm being pressed into something, or if you, you know, if you ask, I'll help you if you ask. But just dropping by, that's, that seems like, okay, you're going to make me 
open the door. You're going to make me open my home to you. Uh-uh, no. The mortgage is, is in my name for a reason because I control this atmosphere. Go on now. Don't, no, I would not answer any door. No, I would look out the window Don't and keep it moving. You and know, make sure you see fun. me see you and then go sit down. For friends, for friends, I, I will call and um, before I come over, because, you know, first of all, you don't know if they're home, you know, um, and I think this is the society we live in now. I don't know, the generations, you know, things are kind of changing. When I go home, do I need to call my aunt or my grandmother or someone to stop by my parents? Absolutely not, you know, but that's just, you know, how we're, we are. Um and, but I do know some people that if you don't call before you come over, period, they're not going to answer the door. They, I've heard Amen. them say that. But but if somebody if somebody were to come over my place, for instance, and not call, I would definitely nine ninety nine 99% of the time I'm going to open the door if I'm home, you know. But, would you open um, it out of concern? Would you open it out of obligation, curiosity? What, what would be the – why would you – just to be nice? No, just because I'm – if they're coming to see me or they're coming over, out of concern and out of just, hey, well, come on in. I mean, if I'm home, you know, now. I don't have that. I think that's missing out of my DNA. Where do I find that? Yeah, no, I, but I think also, too, a part of that, just like, I think it's almost how, you know, different traditions are how your personality is almost how you're raised. That's how my parents were. If somebody came over, um, you know, the family came and stopped by. Hey, come on in. How y'all doing? The kids in the back. We'll be playing. We'll be outside or whatever. Their kids, they run the back. Hey, y'all. You know, I don't know. It's just. So what if you don't feel like it? And it was, it was definitely some days my mother probably, you know, she'd be like, hey. She'd be like, listen. My, hey, it's Saturday. It's my day. Don't We not have no company. Don't tell your little cousins they coming over. <laughs> We'll be initiating the stuff. Hey, 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 y'all come over. No, my mom would be like, uh, dude, we can't have no company today. I'm just saying, but if it was a friend, or a random friend or family, you know, my mom would still open the door, but she'd be like, hey, all right, I'm going to take a nap at 3 o'clock. I got some stuff to do with the kids. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I don't know, that's just, but there's nothing wrong with it. I told Wendy, if I ever come up there, I'm going to call you before I come. <laughs> I will call. <laughs> That's wisdom. That's wisdom. That's yeah. Wisdom. But you know, for me, you know, I think some of that might be attached to the fact that we we were the we are the type of family, and not just my immediate family, but all of our family. That anytime there's anybody in need, we don't just oftentimes bring you in and feed you and make sure you have your immediate needs. But everybody in need lived with us. And, you know, our family was very generous in that regard. But there was a conversation that was had with the people in the household before you just started bringing people home because our home was very sacred to us. And so when we brought you in that space, it was discussed. So you just stopping in, it's like, wait a minute, you ain't give us an opportunity to prepare. And it felt, it feels to me, it feels disrespectful. So it's like, Mm-mm, no, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna make me. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I ain't. I haven't had a chance to prepare. Because the other parts mm-hmm. of that is yeah, that we are we're very service oriented, you know. And so when you come and visit our home, we serve. You know, we gonna make sure you have something to eat. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want you to be comfortable. And I don't feel like that a lot of times. It's like, uh, uh-uh, it's too much trouble having company. I don't feel like it. 
So those <laughs> yeah, dynamics sense. play into that also. And, the, and you know what? But Wendy, that is is validated. Your feelings like is validated. I told I understand. I totally understand. I do. That that is definitely um <laughs> It's, it's well, that's a tip yeah, for, the, for the listeners. If you all try to go to someone's house and you don't get a door open, just know it's not that they're trying to be rude. It's that you didn't respect their space to ask. So even if it's Thanksgiving, even though you know you you know have family and friends around, be respectful of all people and all ideas because you know you may be able to go to someone's house and it's wide open, and another person's house you need to get an invite and and both um, are to be respected. So. Completely understand that. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And if there's anybody listening, if there's anybody listening um, who is on Wendy's side who said, hey, no, you got to call <laughs> before you come over, call in. <laughs> call in and tell us why. What's your reason? What is the reason why you are that way? Or your family? We want to know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, we I think we have a question already. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Caller? I'm going to put this caller on. The caller number, last four digits, 0483. You are on. What's Hello. Your question for? Hello, lady. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 This is LaDonna. I'm with Wendy all the way. <laughs> Wendy, you got one. You got one, folks. You got one. I'm That's in total family. agreement with that. We, yes, we stand and agree. Thank you guys for letting me share. Thank you for sharing. Donna, do you want to expound? Do you want to expound a little bit on why you agree? Well, I agree. I mean, for all the reasons that she said, you know, I just think it's it's a um, matter of respect. And also, you know, one of the things that she said was you don't have time to prepare. It, it takes a lot to entertain someone. Um, so when you're not ready for that and people just show up, they force you into a, situ- a situation. They force you to make a decision. And, you know, we don't want to be forced into something like that. I want to entertain because it's on my heart to do and, you know, um, because I want to do it, not because I'm being made to do it. One year, um, mm-hmm. a family member showed up to our house for Thanksgiving. We clearly communicated that we wanted to just have Thanksgiving with our family, my husband and my children. But a family member decided that was not good enough. She showed up not just with her, but eight other people. Like, oh, oh, the devil is <laughs> That was an interesting um, Thanksgiving. <laughs> they would have been eating so oh, that would have been a heavy porch, and that's why they would have been on the porch. It was really awesome. But it was, one of those, um, it was one of those family members that you definitely could not turn away, you know. What but, did that um, look like? Who do, who do they look like? Because <laughs> um, I, I can turn anybody away. I, anybody. Well, I can say it was my mother-in-law, who I love dearly. I can turn anybody away. Yeah, well, Donna, I, 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 I will hug your neck and say, "Oh, I'm so glad to see you. God bless you. Okay, all right. Have a nice trip back. I'm so glad you thought enough of us to say hi. Oh wow, you get gas in the car. Okay, let me call, text me. Let me know you made it home. And goodbye. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I'm from <laughs> Chicago, lady. South oh, suburb, okay. but, but from Chicago. Ladonna, you're from all Chicago. Right, uh huh. 
So maybe do you think it's a north northern thing? Like it's maybe the southern the southerners are more inclined to say, Come on in I think that's possible. I think uh what I have found that southerners are um are more hospitable. So it could be, you know, um mm-hmm. um dealing with it could have to do with our culture and how we were raised and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the northern well, part of the country, in. we just don't play that up, up north. We don't play that. <laughs> right. Thanks for letting me share. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the, that is well. Hey, you you had one one agree. Well, I tell you, it's it's all it's all in love. You know, you as you get to know people and family, um, you know what their boundaries are and when and what not to do. All right, mm-hmm. ladies. So, speaking of people stopping over <laughs> and dropping by, our next topic is bringing home the boo for Thanksgiving dinner. Should you or shouldn't you? So, it's your first your first time you introducing your Boyfriend or girlfriend to the family How do you keep the family from going too far with questions And, and when, it, when is the right time How y'all want to expound on this So this Bringing anybody home at any time Can be kind of a You know uh, A kind of a catwalk sometimes Or, or um, you know Kind of being careful So when do you think is the best time Or when is it appropriate to bring someone from the holidays Leah, well, I think you gotta know your you gotta know your family. Sorry, I'm not Leah. <laughs> I just oh, you before. good, Wendy? Go you gotta know, but but you have to know your family. You have to know your audience. You know, um, because it depends on um, you know the fools in the family. You know the ones that don't that have no filter, um, and and you have to know who you're with and how they might handle that and how that will affect them. You know where you all are in your relationship, et cetera, et cetera. So all of those factors go into it. And be brave. See if you're going to do it. <laughs> be brave. Be brave. Be, be, very, be very brave. Listen, I'm going to say never. Never? Ooh. I'm saying wait never. till you marry and just bring them. Just introduce them as the spouse. Oh, no, I'm whoa. Kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, there are some there are some families now that you just gotta wait because some of these family members, these aunties that go too far, some may yeah. try to flirt with them, some may ask way too many personal questions, and then they oh give you goodness. the side eye like, "Why did you bring me around?" Again, I, like Wendy said, you definitely have to know uh, your family, and I, I would I would venture to say. If you just met this person like a few weeks ago, I no. recommend that you may not bring them over to the family. Make sure y'all solid <laughs> and want to make sure you want to stay for a while before you bring them in. Because if 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 your family is anything close to mine, they're gonna know your address, your phone number, how many jobs you had, if you had kids, if you've been married before, if you want to be married, if you don't, you, they gonna get it all before they leave. So you, you got to be prepared. But you, you know what? I'll, to expand on that, when you bring home somebody, you know your, you know your mate, you know your partner, and um, for men, 
meaning you bring your your boyfriend home or you know you want him to be strong enough to handle questions that might be a little bit too deep because so you know sometimes our family does go overboard y'all know it they go overboard so I like I it, might though. not need a you know it's good it's good to a certain I extent like it. it's good to a certain extent but sometimes sometimes it can be a little disrespectful I where they're like, whoa, yes. wait a minute now. Okay, let's just let's just ease it in. Now to say where you're from, where your where your parents from, what you do for a living, what's your favorite basketball team, whatever. Let's do it. Come on, I'm ready. But when you start getting a little too, when y'all get married, why you haven't bought a ring yet and all that? It's kind of like, okay. Oh, I think it's wonderful because they ask like, and 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 we. I have a very colorful family. They're awesome, but they they're colorful. If you can deal with them, you can deal with anything. Hello. You are amazing yeah. if you can deal with them. And that's the real. The truth of the matter is if you're going to deal with me and be with me, then you need to see everything that comes with me. And these crazy group of people, they come with me. Because when it's all said and done, you know, when, when people start fading in and say, now my blood is they're my blood. Now we may have some, you know, we, we might have some little funny ways about it, but that's who, that's who I'm with and that's who's with me. So I think it's necessary. Right. I think it's good, especially for men, especially, you know, hey, because, hey, this is, this is our daughter, this is our cousin, our niece. Yeah. But I think for me, whoever I'm with, they'll be able to handle the family. Like, you, you, I think you'll know whoever you're with, like, hey, whatever guy you bring home, they should be able to handle it. You don't need to jump in. And if they are going a little too deep, they'll be, they'll be able to handle it. Like, I got it. Do you know what I'm saying? So you got to know who you're yeah. bringing home. Because if they can't handle the wolf pack, you might not want to bring them home right now. You might want to ease them in, maybe have a little dinner with auntie, uncle, and a cousin before you bring them in front of <laughs> Because you're right. And I agree with you when you're right. If you can ha- and if you, like you said, hey, if you're going to be with me, if you can handle my family, you can handle everybody. But another thing with Amen. family, sometimes family will never forget you can something can happen this might be going into a deeper level but something can happen to you and your the guy you're dating and you'll you'll forgive and move on but when you pull in too much information too much sorry information to family they won't forget and throw it back up in your face so sometimes you got to keep things within yourself that's a different yeah that's showing up and bringing the booth to the to the holiday um and me telling you too much of my business. That's 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 on me for being irresponsible with my relationship. That's a whole separate conversation. And I I'm not my my people don't really get involved in that anyway. They don't do, oh, they I was don't do say, that. They too can well. ask but I want them to, I want like them that. to know. I want them to know who this joker is because if he break bad, I want you to know who you're going to cut. I want you to know. Don't mm-hmm. cut the wrong somebody. Get it right and cut them cut them where it's going to hurt them but not kill them. <laughs> That's our rule. You can hurt them, but you can't kill them. Hey. And I think it makes a difference, too, because, like, if my my brother brings somebody home, the response is different because, you know, it's another woman in the house, a new woman, versus me bringing, you know, somebody home. The the women in my family are um, male. They treat men differently. You know, they'll be wrong. You're not fixing him no face. You're not just, girl, how he, oh, he nice. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But bring a, a, another woman into the lioness, 
territory, they looking up and down. What she want? What she doing here? And she came in here with that little bitty, them two little clothes on. You like her? She don't look as good as the last one you brought. You know, so it's different depending on who it is. And the, you know, the people ain't right. And but again, if you can, if you can stand up under that, you a bad sister. You gonna make it. You mm. gonna make it. You brought up something. Yeah. That's that's very important, Wendy. I think that there may be some discrimination in some families because. Like you said, some some families may treat the women much better than they would the male who comes in. So mm-hmm. it, it depends on that family dynamic. If if you got a lot of single ladies, you know, in your family with not a lot of men, they may treat the man much better than they would the woman. So I I think mm-hmm. it just you know depends on that family dynamic. I would suggest though going back to you know when you meet the family for Thanksgiving all that. Do you all think that you should at least meet the immediate family first so that dad and mom is not surprised by the new boo along with everybody else? Or do you think that <laughs> they don't get special privileges? So I got a question before that. How long have we been dating? Because <laughs> if you're going to go home with anybody for a holiday, are we have we been dating for six months, three months? Because if we're just dating for six months, we're going in for a holiday you're probably going to meet mom and daddy there at the same time with the rest of the family, depending on how, you know. Because, hey, when you when you bring somebody home, you in your 30s or 40s or whatever, you you know, you can't be bringing people home too quickly. <laughs> From my personal stance, you know, you got to make sure, hey, we solid. Like, what, Ashton and Simpson, solid, solid, Ashton. <laughs> you got to make sure you're a little solid before you be bringing, shaking people in. But anyway. Um, that could break the ice, Leah, and introduce them to the parents first. That could help for sure. Yeah, because I'm thinking at least you'll have some kind of ally with you now because at least they already know who you are. And when you walk into that full, you know, house of wolves, you got somebody that you can look <laughs> at to the left and right and say, can you cover me? You know, but going in there just along <laughs> with the entire family, whoo, that's a lot. That's so funny. And men... When men, like for instance, fine, and I'm speaking this for myself, but when you bring a a man home and the men get around, like their conversation is just usually a little bit more relaxed in certain cases. It depends on the men who you're dealing with. They're going to, yeah, they're going to take it. They're not saying. Exactly. They're going to take it to sports. They're going to take it to a common denominator. Women, sometimes they can be a little more. Attacking, which is kind of wrong, I think. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So I think sometimes it just depends. And you know, as you get to know people personally, I think it's all in fun. But if y'all want to bring your boo home, it should be. Just, just make sure they prepare. Absolutely. Make sure they but The only people I've ever been home, yes, the only person that I've ever, the only people I should say that I've ever gone to their homes for holidays and vice versa, we've been engaged. Up until then, that's that's a lot to ask. Somebody, it's a lot of pressure. Beyond you know all of that, that's a lot of pressure on the party that you know you're mostly <laughs> walking into. You know cousins and all of that, and then you don't know the family dynamic. You think you okay? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna go with the women and try to sit in the kitchen and ask for help, and you know, and then you get attacked. Get out of my kitchen! I don't like, but you, I don't know you. Did you watch it? You know, so you just don't know what to do. So this needs to be etched in stone. For before I put my neck on the chopping block, and this this may not be <laughs> this may not even be worth all of that. I lost but you know, half of nothing. 
Wendy, uh, and you right. guys, going home with somebody, hey, if I'm going home with you, I do want to meet your family. And, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Let me see what the foundation, how, how this soil is running, especially if I want to be with you. Let's see, because if that's what I'm going to be de- de- dealing with, even before engagement, that's fine. Just kind of testing the waters. You know, do you got any, y'all got any crazy people up in here? What are we working with? We <laughs> We got any, any, anything? You know, I'm just saying it's, it's as it's both ways. Number, you know, yeah. You're, in, huh? you're interviewing. You're interviewing your your mates, your your partner's family, just as much as they're interviewing you. That's right. You go, it yes, goes both that's ways. That's very true. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm is, taking time is, away from my family to spend time with your family, we have to be serious because my time is very valuable, and I'm go. very particular about who I spend my time with. So if I'm using using free time from my family to spend with you, we have to be serious. It has to be serious. So, yeah, so I'm interviewing his family, too. Yeah. Making sure we ain't got no mental illness on this bloodline. Let me right. You're checking everything. I'm checking to see how he how he treats his, his mom, his sisters, his cousins, his how, how you know how everybody interacts. He's like you're you're learning, you're getting gaining a lot of information, watching That's him very good. and his family dynamic. That's you know what, Evie, that is so good. That's that's very good, and we need to do. I mean, even though right, they can treat you a certain way, and um, you know, well, like they say, you kind of but it's that whole that yeah, whole catfish interaction. Thing. Yeah, it's the whole catfish thing, like. If people spent time investigating, half these people would be getting catfished. You know, these these people who fall in love with somebody who's of the opposite sex or the same sex that they present themselves one gender and they're actually another, and the person's totally different than what they thought. Spend some time around their family. If the truth will come out. Yep, I generally gravitate towards the grandmothers. Find the oldest oh, yeah. person, the oldest people in the family, I and I gravitate too. towards all the people anyway. <laughs> And so they tell you all of the business, everything you need to know. Sit up on the floor a while. They tell you everything. And they will school they you about the person you with, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They tell you all the part. Yeah, he used to pee in the bed till he was nine. You know that, right? They tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know that ain't his real daddy. Everything. They tell you all the business. And it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> I love, love grandma. Yes, that's how I. That's how my husband knew that I was it for him was because I came for Christmas away from all my family, and he wanted me to meet his. I said, okay, that'll be a test. And I just sat with his grandmother, and she just passed away last year right after Thanksgiving, God rest her soul. Uh, but mm. I was sitting next to her, and we just – I did not move from that couch the entire time. Like, she was just so sweet. And, you know, grandmothers, grandparents alone, they can read you. Like, they may not say yes. too much to you, but they, they can feel you, they can sense you, they can discern a lot about you. So, um, But just to be in her presence and to learn about her and their family traditions and all of it, it just it really just warmed my heart. And when he saw it, he's like, that's when I knew you were in. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So it's funny you said that, Wendy, because they, they all watch it. They may not say much, but they they watching. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, listeners, if you now, have a special if- story about – I was going to say, if you had a special story that you wanted to share that when you first brought your mate home to meet the family, feel free to call again. We're going to continue the segment, but I would love to hear a funny story. I'm pretty sure we all would about bringing somebody home for the first right? time. Right. <laughs> Abby mentioned, um, you know, if she's being pulled away from her family to go visit, 
I, I want to sort of address if you are the one that's going out of your way to meet the family, like you're giving up your own family time to go be with there. So I would say, you know, what are some tips that you all could give the people who are actually leaving to go meet the family? One of the tips that I can sort of think of off the top of my head is either bring something or at least learn something about that family. You know, at least know the names of the mom or dad if they have siblings. That way you have some kind of point of reference before you get there, you know, and meet them. And one thing that goes a long way, even if you can't cook, offer. Can I help you cook? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Don't do no. it. Don't, don't pull that. <laughs> Anybody interested in, in marrying somebody attached to me, don't do it. <laughs> don't offer to cook nothing and bring nothing in my house because the woman is they're not going to treat you right. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yes, I, yeah. I've had a friend kicked out because she invaded that space, and my family said, "Who is this? Why is she in here? Y'all need to get her out of here, no, ma'am." See, Mm-mm. nope. You, you got to know your audience. They could wash their yeah. clothes. They could set the table. Wait, I'm saying offer. Yes, <laughs> offer because you know what? That see, okay, all this, and that's and that's why I tell people, all of it is cultural. Because if you mm-hmm. offer, in some families, it, especially with older women, or we can say some older back women, well, not all, but it's also a sign of laziness. When you do sit your behind down on the couch oh, you better not and, don't yes. do nothing, and don't do nothing for the entire time. You've been here since this morning. You ate good. You drank good. You had some of my patty damn, excuse me, sorry, patty pie. <laughs> <laughs> and then so anybody got some blessed soul? Come on. Anybody got some blessed soul? <laughs> you don't even have to rub it in the sign of the cross. Put it in the circle. Just put it in the circle. <laughs> and you're not gonna you're not gonna offer nothing? And if and guess what? But that, I, that's, not, that's not to say you don't offer to help. That's just saying don't offer to cook. Say, is there anything I can do? You want me to wash the set the table, wash the dishes. Yes, yes, that's offer to do something, but don't offer to cook. My brother brought a young lady to our family reunion a while ago. It did not go well for her. First of all, we all, the, the Burns girls, we, we can burn. We can burn. And we, anytime we get together, that's what we do. We cook together. And so she said, well, I'm going to do, she just named her this she was going to do. And instantly, everybody in the family said, I'm not eating that. And it wasn't that, you know, we didn't think she could cook. It was just like, you get ready to mess this up. Because when she started stating her ingredients, we know how to make that. That's not how that goes. We don't want it. And so after that, it was behind the scenes. Girl, did you see what that girl put up in there? That wasn't even right. Don't offer to cook nothing. Just stay, stay there and ask, is there anything y'all need me to do? Y'all want me to take the stuff, the dishes out of the dish? Ask to do that. But your first round in, do not offer to cook because different people cook things differently. Different families yeah. have little things that are, you know, that are important to them. And you do it a different way, it's not going to go well. It is not going to go well. I, after that, I went outside and I said, y'all don't really like that girl, do y'all? No, because she offered to cook. Don't do um, it. Well, don't do it. If, if, if there's any men out there who are trying to get into our family or women um, and you want to bring a dish, you're wel- welcome to bring a dish. Now, we'll be honest with you about if we like it or not, absolutely. We're going to tell you, baby, this needs a little bit more salt a little bit more sugar, but we're not going to 100% tear down. Now, you cannot bring potato salad because a potato oh, salad, 
is my aunt Zenobia and my mama. She's going to cover the whole thing. But other than that, sure, bring a dish. It might be eaten up, and it might you might still have a bowl full. But yeah, you see, that's why you don't do it. Your little feelings hurt. <laughs> Baby feelings. Wash the dishes. <laughs> Wash the dishes. And then my we nails are long. For people who don't know, they'll say, nah, you know, your nails too long. You probably can't cook. Well, you'll never know because I don't know you like that. I'm not cooking for you. Mm-mm, nope. People got their little funny ways about <laughs> their food. You just, until they know you, don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I have, an, I have another question. Now, say you have your boo that you're bringing for Thanksgiving, but both of you guys are coming from out of town. Now, this goes back to the original question, like what kind of boundaries, you know, are in place to make sure that the family respects them? How would you feel if one of your family members asked, are y'all, you know, sleeping in the same hotel bed together? Or y'all, you know, are y'all sleeping together? Or y'all got <laughs> separate beds? <laughs> How do you respond to that? Nosy.com. Where you sleeping? Nosy.com. <laughs> Get out of my what business. Get out of here. You know, I you know, that's you tell them don't don't worry about it. We have somewhere to stay. Um thank you for being concerned. You know, people look, we're all grown here. People are going to be nosy. They're going to be nosy if you and Leah, you're married. You know, I'm pretty sure people um, have tried to be nosy and married. And if you're single, they're going to do it. So it's all about getting people straight tactfully and in a nice way to where they won't even try to jump that rope again. Hey, it's, it's all good. But, you know, people, hey, look, you got to love family, right? They're going to ask, especially if you're single and you're coming down. Where, where, where y'all sleeping at tonight? No, my family don't ask. Mm-mm, my no, family assumes no. the worst of every situation. They not they not even they gonna assume <laughs> that y'all doing everything y'all could imagine doing to each other all day. They they just assume oh, that they're not even gonna ask. They're not gonna ask. <laughs> nope. Nobody nobody I have never heard anybody in my entire family over the last thirty plus years I've been on this earth ask any kind of intimate question like that. I don't even know how to respond mm-hmm. to something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't well, imagine it. It may, it may get asked though. Now I will yeah, say I don't think it's I don't think it's inappropriate if you are intending to stay in these people's homes. Now if you you coming from out of town and you all the intent is oh we're coming from out of town blah 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 I'm gonna ask you so where are you staying? Because you, you're not going to stay in my house and you all are not married and sleeping in the same bed. That's just that's that's my standard for my home, and I have the right to ask. So that how do you address that though? How would how I would address, address that? It? I wouldn't be staying in your house. I wouldn't be staying. If that was my intention, I wouldn't be staying in anybody's home. If I wanted to um, do something like that, you need to pay for your own sin. If that's what you gonna do, you that's on your dollar. Pay for your own you're not gonna sin. do that in my house. Mm-mm. And that's and no, I, I, you're not I, doing I, that. Pay for your own sin. Jesus paid it you all. You have a thousand dollars. You pay for your own sin. <laughs> you pay for your own sin. I'm, I'm not doing that one. You can have that. Yeah, if I stay, yeah. if I'm going to my parents' home, you know, I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay in the same room with my boo. I, I could not do that at my parents' house. 
And, yeah, that's you definitely know, not allowed. In, in, and totally, you know, <laughs> even besides being abstinent already and, or celibate, whichever one you, you want to use, even besides yeah, celibate that. celibate is it, always fun. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, it's a little. It's one of my friends. We were having. Sorry to interrupt, but this is really fun. Okay. She was saying we were having a conversation about celibacy, and she was very quiet. And I said, you know, you're not saying anything about this. She's like, oh yeah, because mm-hmm, I'm celibate. Yep, I celibate here. I celibate there. So that's my well, little. Every time I hear somebody <laughs> say celibate, I'm like, I wonder what kind of celibate we really are. Are we selling the bit here oh, or are we goodness. celibate there? Lord. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Go for it. That's okay. Um, yeah, so even even assuming that I'm not doing anything, um, if I bring a, a gentleman to my parents' home or any any by my family's home, we are not sleeping in the same room. That's just not gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I just okay. and maybe that's why nobody ever asked me that question. But we we not it's not gonna happen. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think you know at, you you know your parents. You know how people are, and you need to. You grown, you're going out of town, as my dad always said, you don't need to be going nowhere out of town if you don't have no money. Yep. So you need to make sure you have your own money and get your own place because people have different personalities. And, um, you know, I see y'all, see y'all later. We going over here. So I respect that. I definitely respect that. It's uh, um, especially well, when that, you talk about Christian homes. That was a hot, one. That was a hot like button there. <laughs> that was that was that was definitely. Well, I think at the end of the day, I I encourage if you are one that's visiting family for the holidays, I encourage you to just be yourself. You know, don't try to be perfect. Don't try to fit in. Just be yourself. You know, you may get the side eye, but that's all right. As long as your boo got you, you good to go. So again, if you guys are just tuning in. We're talking about the holidays, preparing you all for all the things to expect for the upcoming holidays. If you have questions, again, that number is 929-477-2304. If you have questions, press 1. If you are on the call already and have a question, just press number 1. We're going to take a quick commercial, and when we come back, we're going to talk about can you cook or not. We'll be right back.
she act that way when her song come on. Okay, had the gig all day long. Wear hair long, even if it ain't long. In the club and she hear come on. She be like, girl, that's my song. Brand new pair of heels on. She ain't broke a mean yet, but she still warm. They killing her, but these other girls are kill for them. No matter how bad they hurt, but they still on. Till she get to the car Then it's straight to the trunk for the flip-flop She don't let nobody see him, girl, cause you a lady Dressed on sale, but it still came from Macy's Rainbow, she don't play with them Hot in mall, shawty stay in them Love her body in Versace and her booty and some Louis But she still find some cute that H&M Long hair, long hair, holidays, the Thanksgiving holiday, what to do, what to do about your boo. If you can't cook, don't bring a dish. And if you don't call, don't stop by Wendy's house. So uh, the last little segment that we have, um, because we know that all of us deal with low points, especially during the holiday season. And even though we had a great time, we don't want you all to leave without some kind of encouragement because there may be a caller or a viewer on this show that may uh, not feel happy, you know, around these times. You may have had a family member pass away. You may be depressed about, you know, where your life is right now. So we want to take just a little bit of time and talk about depression or loneliness during the holidays. Wendy, I'm going to throw it to you. Um, that was actually something that I used to have a very hard time with, not so much depression uh, per se, but loneliness definitely around the holidays. And for my own personal thing, it was it stemmed from having such um, a lively um, family life around the holidays. Our, our family, again, got together for the holidays growing up a lot. And then when my parents separated and then ultimately divorced in my teen years, it was clearly that wasn't the case anymore. So that transition was very difficult, and it, it stemmed from that, but it lasted well into my, probably about my late 20s, and then I just, I got sick of it, you know, and I, I am the type that if it's not working for me, I got to figure it out, uh, and of course, my answer is all with my solution, is always God, is the Lord, and I just started asking, I need you to help me, you know, because it was clearly, it was clearly something that was attacking every year around the times I would start to dread the holidays coming up. I dreaded the idea of it, didn't want to talk about it, tried to kind of make solutions for myself. I would try to work on holidays. didn't really want to go on anybody else's house, stuff like that. Long story short, I just had to make a decision. And it was like, look, I'm going to have to create my own situation that I enjoy being in. And you cook, start hosting. You know, you start doing it. And that, Helped really helped. I, and it was some. Sometimes it was just friends that came over. Sometimes it was you know one person came over. But sometimes you have to kind of help yourself get out of your own rut and find a solution that will help you not be alone. And even not being alone, sometimes you still feel like, well, this is not this isn't my family, so it doesn't count. You got to choose. Mm-hmm. Make a choice and say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going. I'm not going to do this this year. But start somewhere and do something different. 
Yeah. That's just that. That's good. That is. That is just to um with adding to what Wendy said, I think more so when it comes to if it's family, like you said, you lose the loss of a loved one or um dealing with being single and trying to do things for the holidays. For me, since you know, I'm currently single, you know, just either um, you try to host something or just stay active because even though, you know, everybody, I don't hear everybody doing something or it's these events, people going together, it's more so just staying active. Now, by me working in, um, as some of y'all know, I work in labor and delivery, and babies, you know, we deliver babies 365 days a year. So most of the time I am working on the holiday. But if I'm not, then I make sure that I'm either with family or I've been invited somewhere 99% of the time. So it's it's a fun time, you know, because um, you got to make a best, the best out of your situation, you know. And I do hear a lot of people that dread the holidays because of um, those similar things, you know, either not having a spouse or um, they feel like they have to go into debt, um, trying to get people things, whatever the case may be. But when it comes to being lonely um, or being single, I think just just really trying to plan to stay active because it can hit you a little bit. You, you know, if you're sitting around and you're playing Donnie Hathaway and, you know, you, you listen, <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, I'm here by myself. Where is my significant other? So trying to not put your mind there and stay be proactive yeah. and stay active early. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it's good to do things different. You know, if if you have a family that's not really close or you know it's drama all the time and you just don't want to be around it because, you know, there may be some families who are just sort of hard to be around, it's okay have to have Thanksgiving at a restaurant. You know, if you don't feel like cooking, treat yourself. You know, <clears throat> lean on your support system. If you have friends that you just want to call on and get together after they're done, do it the day after, you know, Thanksgiving. Just don't, you know, stay down in the dumps because perspective is such a wonderful thing. You know, if we think the best of things that can come, then our minds will allow us to think better than what we feel, you know, or what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope, yeah, I just, I really hope that all of us can enjoy yeah. uh, the upcoming season, no matter where you are in life. I, I really pray um, sincerely that we find joy uh, in the holidays. So I can't believe time has wound down, guys, like we're at the end of our show. I know. Time is going so fast. I just I want to say one one more thing. Holidays are cool, but, y'all, we need to start celebrating more between the holidays. Throw a party. Go out. Hang out with your family and friends. I, I'm not a, you know, I'm, I'm, I like the holidays, but I'm not a big, like, hey, just do something just because. Sometimes we wait until a certain part of the year, and it's not about that. We need to start doing more fellowship in between time because y'all life is so short. And just and, and to, answer that, to answer that, one thing, too, that actually helps to bring you out of those kind of loneliness types of things and bridge the gap so that you don't start dreading the holidays is to have a conversation with your family and be honest enough to tell them, look, I struggle through the holidays because of loneliness. Yeah. And, and for me, that helped because everybody in the family was married but me, so they had an alternative. 
I didn't have any, you know, I was like, I ain't got no, you know, spouses, people to go to. You all do. And that made them more sensitive to stop doing those types of things. And in between that, the cousins decided once a month we get together and we do something. So, again, it makes people more aware that, look, we're forgetting about people who don't necessarily have something to do. Right. It bridges the gap. That's good. That's good. So true. Abby, I'm going to throw it to you if you have um, just a quick little wrap-up. If if there's anything that you guys are promoting or just have announcements, we can use that time to do it, too. So we'll throw it to you, Queen Abby. Hmm. Um, <laughs> not promoting anything at the moment, um, but I really did enjoy um, tonight's uh, tonight's show and um, – I think my my highlight of the night was uh, Wendy's hashtag. What was it? Pay for your own sins. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pay for your own sins. Yes, yeah, so mm. I, I, I enjoy the the that little hashtag. But um, I just wanted to just real quick just give out the number again for the domestic violence hotline. Um, for those who may have missed it, it's one eight hundred seven nine nine safe or 1-800-799-7233. Again, ask questions and get involved if you suspect a loved one or family member of being in an abusive relationship. All right. Thanks, Abby Lakeitha. Well, everybody, I've enjoyed the talk, and definitely do fun things all year round. You know, the holidays are coming up, but stay active, stay proactive, um, and just, you know, enjoy your life. If you're single, if you're married, enjoy the chapter that you have currently. You know, you're on top and going higher. Know that. You are on top and going higher. As for me, check out our website, imanikids.com. We are actively involved with the kids here in Charlotte, North Carolina, at Tugger CG Elementary. Um, our website, again, is imani, I-M-A-N-I-K-I-D-S.com. I am the, I am the president over the Literacy Foundation, and we are excited what we're doing with them from October through May of this year. If you want more information, go to our website and send us an email. We'll love to hear from you and tell you how you can help help out. All right, Queen Wendy Elizabeth. Uh, first and foremost, I, I, as I like to say, choose joy because joy is a choice. <clears throat> you, you, you decide how you feel even when – it doesn't feel like you feel that way. You make the decision to point it in a different direction and choose joy. Um, second, fear not. Unmasking and eradicating the spirit of fear. Uh, it is out and available on Amazon.com. Get it today. And my name, again, is Wendy Elizabeth Burns. Wendy is spelled W-I-N-D-I. Um, and you can also get it on Kindle. Uh, thirdly, my business, if you're in Chicagoland and you are in need of good professional nail care service, aesthetic services, uh, so on and so forth, um, your beautiful nail and foot spa in High Park, Chicago, you can call 773-667-1888 or go to South Feet and book your appointment. And that's it. You know, I got something going on, so that, that's it for the day. All right, Queen Wendy. <laughs> We want to give a special shout-out and a thank you to our CEO, our boss, Winfrey Burns, uh, for throwing the Global Drive Network together. Um, again, ladies, it's always a pleasure and an honor to serve with you guys and to encourage people with with your voices uh, lingering. 
Uh, I don't really have many announcements, but I do want to, again, encourage you all, as uh, Wendy said, to choose joy. It's all a choice that we make, um, you know, to be happy. And if I can leave you with anything else, do not spend all your money on Black Friday. Please do not be broke on Black Friday. (laughs) But enjoy your family. Enjoy the holidays. We will see you guys in two weeks, two weeks, November 17th, same time, same place. And we look forward to having you. Thanks for tuning in to Queen Conversations. And God bless. God bless. Bye bye. Good night. Good night. Wanna do is bow, bow, make a little something out of nothing, nothing, nothing. Writing on my wealth, keep me hustling. Every day grind just to make it. All I'm wanna do is bow, bow, make a little something out of nothing, nothing, nothing. Writing on my wealth, keep me hustling. Every day grind just to make it. Life got me stressed out, ready to black out. Had to get it off mud, no hand out. Talk money in, no money out. Boss shit, that's what I'm about. I'm on a paper route, I ain't got time to pout. Got money to give it you about. If you ain't what I'm on, gotta cross it out, put pain in the beat. Watch the sprout. Got a few haters and they going to doubt, but I'm just getting started. Chill out. When I hit that man, you gonna free me. Shout my name, my name is Sprout. Got a little girl, gotta make her proud. Gotta get the band, see the time is now. They ain't on my house, won't allow. Count up the cash and that's about. Grinding something like a religion, I gotta get it. I pray and ask for forgiveness for all the sins I committed. Lord, please understand, I ain't perfect, I admit it. I'm just trying to make.